So I got real curious from this headline scrolling through Facebook. Okay. Uh, comicbook.com posted that there are Infinity War themed sex toys. <laughs> and so I followed the link and it took me to Geeky Sex Toys. There's actually a website, just Geeky Sex Toys. I think there's I've probably heard of that a lot before. dedicated to Spider Man in there. Not as much as you <laughs> think, at least from what I'm looking at. They, so obviously they have uh, the Infinity Fist. <laughs> um, there, there looks to be. Yep, that's definitely a dildo. The, instead of <laughs> instead of Mjolnir, it's Moan in her. So it's well, the hammer, but the handle <laughs> handle is your is your dildo there. They apparently have a dildo that's like the chest bursting alien. Oh yeah, I think that's how I heard about that. That was on Which some is like, other website. Why the before. hell would you use that as a sex toy? Hey, everyone's got their stuff. Don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> so my sound keeps coming in and out, and it's just coming up with the weirdest shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum dildos, <laughs> aliens. I'm not sure I'm on the right podcast. <laughs> That's about really mean? the gist of the podcast. last seven minutes. So <laughs> there's a Star Lord, Star Lord dildo called Star Load. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> oh, if we were recording this like two weeks ago, and I really, really wanted to take a joke too far and ha- <laughs> like have a. Hey guys, isn't this awesome? The big movie premiere get together thing, right? And if I could like have that for you, I I might have considered. Josh shows up with the hundred dollar Infinity Fist. <laughs> My God. Well, who? What Ouch. What would what would have <laughs> been stranger? Me showing up with it, or the fact that I brought it to give to someone else? <laughs> Are we still talking about dildos? Because yes, I'm, conf- I'm confused. <laughs> Yes, the Infinity Fist is a sex toy that Brian found online. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that's terrible. Who would use that? I'm not interested in the least. Is there a link to that for science? It's it's coming your way, Paula. Oh, thank you. Make sure you tag me a lot on Facebook. (laughs) This is coming personal, right to your phone. Oh, yay. We're not going to judge you. Okay. I mean, if you don't judge me for Raylo, you can't judge me for a dildo. I'm sorry. Oh, here it is. So there's a Sailor Moon wand dildo. Oh, I love Sailor Moon. I didn't realize dildos were so expensive. Oh, I just, okay, I, I couldn't help myself. I went onto that website, too. The whole line <laughs> is called the Indulgers. <laughs> the Sailor the, wand is $110. Wow. I am just listening to this. I'm not going to this website. I just want to listen and like make a determination of what the most ridiculous thing is. The game of moans? The long shot? <laughs> they have lightsabers, Mike. Don't worry. Oh, no. I, f- I figured that. Like, I wasn't... Like, you're on a nerd sex toy place. That's just, like, the first logical step you would expect. It's the most generic name, though. They can't even call them lightsabers. It's just red LED laser sword dildo. Oh, they have a Groot Root. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one, too. That's amazing. Oh, okay. I think out of the Indulgers and uh, Avengers line... It's the, the Hawkeye one, right? It's the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye one. one. <laughs> That's the worst. And it's somehow... Is it the brown eye? 
It's it's like sort. the second to cheapest. No, it's it's <laughs> called the Hawk Ass Aero Dodo. <laughs> it's only sixty dollars from kikisextoys.com. <laughs> Plug. Yeah, they should really be paying us for this. We should get we should we should get a small commission percentage for every sex toy sold for like a week <laughs> after this podcast goes on. The incredible dong. Yeah. That thing for looks humongous. Ouch. <laughs> that thing looks humongous. Did you, no, I will send you a picture of this one because no, you, you need to see. Oh, okay. Oh, for fuck's sake, you actually sent me a link to this website. I told you I was going <laughs> to. Oh, so oh, it was just to the incredible dong. Okay. Oh, come on. That the, is... the, whole, the whole thing is just so entertaining. <laughs> it's just fun to see what ridiculous names they come up with for some of them things. Yeah, some of the names are going to be just fucked up, I'm sure. Or reaches. Or fucking amazing. Some, oh yeah, some, 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 some are a little, a little reachy. Others actually are kind of clever. There's some, like, if I, I just scroll down on that link that you sent me, right at the bottom of it, there's a fucking Zelda Master Sword dildo. I was gonna bring that one up, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? Dix the Destroyer? Yeah. It's all it's Come all on, the spelling. Some, somebody who probably has like an art school degree came up with that. <laughs> the arse reactor? Yes, oh, I God. just I was just <laughs> gonna say that. Come on, that is clever. Captain Anal. <laughs> Agent Come gets on, me the, off. The arc reactor, the arse reactor. Oh, come on. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Welcome to another episode of Bry Guy and his Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Josh Zorch. So, if we're talking Avengers again, can I go back to Korg? <laughs> you, you, Korg is always welcome here. Uh, Paula Miller. Hello. And Mike Bradley. Blast again. Awesome. <laughs> you, know your, you know your role. I do. And I'm okay you're also it. Get, that means <laughs> I'm, you're given the most amount of time to think of any kind of snappy response if you want yeah. to. And you still get hello. I'm <laughs> expecting something more from you at some point. You know, do you want me to come up with a catchphrase? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Not even just a catchphrase, but if you want to come up with something fun and quirky each time. Keep keep us on our toes. Yeah. <laughs> think it over. You have, you have you know what? time to you, think, you know think what? of something. It, like, well, see, here's the thing. is There's been you know a couple of times where I feel like people have taken what I was about to say. And... <laughs> Would you rather go first? I can put you up front. No, no, I'm cool with less. <laughs> if you want to borrow Raylo as my Halo, <laughs> I will absolutely loan that to you. I think you, you should just, also... You think it over. You think it over. If someone else does steal what you were going to say, just still say it again as if it didn't happen the first time. That's and... a, I like that idea. I like that idea. <laughs> Notice he's ignoring the Raylo reference. <laughs> I did notice. That's because he doesn't have a snappy comeback at this moment. <laughs> you just think it over. Come back in about five minutes. 
I, you know, I'm, uh, I know I'm going to come back with a very interesting intro next time. Okay. <laughs> I look forward to that then. Or, you know, if anything pops into your head, like 35 minutes into this discussion, just blurt it out. <laughs> Fair. Don't even ask to stop the conversation. Just, just shout it out. I'll be on the lookout for that one now. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're, we're going to try to do this episode. We're going to do sort of like an Avengers prep because we are just a few days away from the culmination of 10 years and 18 movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Less than 48 hours! Yeah. So, since we're that close, we, we tried to do this last week. Scheduling didn't really work out, so we're going to do it a couple days before. But we're going to try to prep for what we know going into the Infinity War movie. So we're going to talk about sort of the last known locations for the Infinity Stones. We'll talk about where the characters are at prior to Infinity War. And then go through speculation and predictions for Infinity War and whatever else we want to cover that sort of fits in there. Um, that being said, I'm going to try to play it safe. I'm going to throw out the spoiler warning now for the MCU. I'm not sure how detailed we'll get in our discussion, but since all prior MCU movies are fair game for this, I figured it'd just be easier that way. So if you haven't caught up and don't want spoilers, you can pause us now. You can come back to us later. If you're not able to watch the movies and want to try to get caught up and just want like a brief refresher for what's has come before and where sort where we're at prior to Infinity War, uh, you can feel free to listen on and we will do our best to try to catch you guys up. However, uh, the catch with all the speculation is that we have to try to ignore at least, well, yeah, for Josh's sake, all of the marketing for this movie. <laughs> Because I have I actually watched Sorry. the first trailer, but I haven't watched the last trailer. So I was going to say at least leave out the last trailer. But Josh, I know, hasn't has stayed away from everything thus far. I can, so, I can leave if you if it's easier. So he, can, doesn't, no, no, he I, doesn't know about the six deaths revealed in the first trailer. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can be on for like the first 20 minutes and then piss off if that's easier. No, no, no. We're going we're gonna to make it really hard for Mike, who I know has watched everything. I Did actually... you watch Red Carpet Live last night? No. <laughs> oh, I did. For what was the the premiere? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it was last they night. They live stream. Was it on TV or online? It, I I was on, on YouTube. The, I was on the Twitter. Oh, they, okay. Yeah, I was on the Twitter. Yeah, they've done that for the past couple Marvel movies. They have oh. the red carpet premiere. They had a little behind the scenes thing too, which I'm sure it, it was out there before, but I hadn't seen it. And they had it posted on on Twitter as well, which was pretty cool. So who who won the the outfit? Who had the best outfit? Paul? Um, I want to say Scarlett Johansson. Okay, hers was pretty amazing. See, I didn't see it, so I can't even be like, "Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about." Oh, I, I, I didn't watch. Yeah, I. It was like the <laughs> silvery black glitter thing, and she had short hair. It was dark brown. It was amazing. Nice. And that um, was the fashion part of Bad Guy <laughs> and Super Friends. That's right. <laughs> well, we'll, have, we'll get you your own little segment if well, you start coming you. back that often. If you, if you do though, you have to create and <laughs> produce your your own intro jingle or or just like an introductory type thing josh i could barely get on this call <laughs> so bless you for thinking that i could even do any of that well the best thing about that is you could do it on your own time and just send it to me later yeah i'll like make stick figures and draw it and like send it in the mail with a postage stamp perfect i yeah. love it I don't know. Uh, how, I don't Paula, know how, how much of the marketing the have podcast. you watched? Have you watched all the trailers and everything like um, that? I watched the original trailer. I watched that behind the scenes. Um, I've read some like articles, like Rolling Stone just had an article that came out yesterday that I read. Um, I, I've 
believe it or not, I try to find spoilers and <laughs> I found something, but it was not like credible. So, okay. you know, I don't know what to believe, but now I have something in my brain. <laughs> so if it's Are you right. Are be disappointed if said spoiler does not happen or happy mm-hmm. that said spoiler does not happen? Um, I will be very upset if said spoiler does happen. Um, okay. I was also reading like the first reviews of it, but not not the reviews of what actually happens in the movie, but the reviews of how people feel about it. And everyone was like, you're going to need a drink after this movie. <laughs> like, you're going to need some form of alcohol. It's it's that amazing. It's just a nonstop two and a half hours. Or How, yeah. how long is it? I don't even know what the runtime it, is. It's like, is it two and a half? It's like 245? Almost, yeah, it was just shy of three when I seen when I purchased from Fandango. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's with Avengers-style credits, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, you can probably expect two and a half with a solid 15 minutes of credits. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. So that's what we got to work around when we're talking about uh, the MCU stuff. So all past movies are fair game. Marketing we're going to try to avoid here. Um, and I know for anyone listening that has not watched all the MCU movies or maybe you're missing some. I know it's going to be a little bit too late to fit in 18 movies in your viewing schedule <laughs> before Infinity War comes out. But. This was something we posted on the Facebook page a while ago, which was if you could start it, I forget when it was, I can't remember what month it was, but if you started at a specific point, January you could 1st. watch, it was like, was for, it right the new yeah, year? Yeah, it was when the, but that was when the date hadn't changed yet. Okay. So yeah, since they moved up Infinity War a week early, you almost had, I guess you really had to double up one weekend yeah. um, to make it, but you could have watched one MCU movie every week up until the release of Infinity War. Um, they had the viewing order up there, but I didn't like that viewing order, so I had put up what I deemed the official Bry Guy and Super Friends viewing order for all the MCU movies. So for anyone that's looking to go through them, I'm just going to run through it real quickly and give you the order that I find is sanctioned. Uh, so it starts you with Iron Man 1, and then you go to Iron Man 2, then The Incredible Hulk, Captain America the First Avenger, Thor, which I think leads really nicely into The Avengers... And then you're doing Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, and I think that end credits blends nicely with the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, you could actually watch right after that, since that chronologically takes place six months after Guardians 1, so that would work there. Um, Captain America The Winter Soldier is next. That post credit scene leads into Age of Ultron, which is your next movie. Um, and then it goes into Ant-Man, Captain America Civil War. I would put Spider-Man Homecoming next, since that takes place six months after Civil War and has a nice little connecting tissue right at the beginning of that movie to Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange, and then Thor Ragnarok, since that even Doctor Strange makes a cameo in Thor Ragnarok, so that's nice to watch back-to-back. Ending with Black Panther, and then we get Infinity War, which is coming up. So, with that being the order, all of your prior 18 movies, did anyone actually go through the gauntlet and watch all of these movies prior to Infinity War? I did, but I didn't do it one a week. <laughs> I just, I want to say we finished two weeks ago. So we finished okay. like a month ahead of time because, you know, you, you get started and then you just kind of want to keep going. You don't want to wait a week. You know, yeah. you watch one movie and it's 10 a.m. when you start it. You come to noon when it's over and you're like... Well, let's have lunch and watch another movie, and <laughs> that just leads to more and more. And it, you know, it, it. But yes, I. The only one I have not rewatched in order would be Black Panther. Okay. 
Yeah, that's fair, because that one's still in the theater, so <coughs> mm-hmm. it's not on home video yet. If you want to see that one, you still got to go to the theater, which it is still playing in the theater. I it still has showtimes. Sarah and I just went last night because our friend Megan McMillan had not seen it yet. Oh. And she's there you a, go. Any excuse to go. Yeah, she's a huge fan. She just hasn't really been able to, and we're like, well, Infinity War comes out this weekend, so... Just in the event that you would be able to pop in and see that, you got to get this one too. So, yeah, we. <laughs> I I never would have thought. You know, number one, movies just don't stay in theaters this long anymore for any right. reason. Yeah, and I think once they saw somewhat of the staying power, and then they bumped Infinity War up a week. I think they thought, you know what, we we don't have that much to lose. Yeah. The theaters carrying it probably don't have that much to lose. Like where we went, it was playing in the smallest room they had. They still had like three or four showtimes a day, but they they're playing in like all their smallest rooms. But even so, even if you only sell a couple of tickets a day, I think it was just a marketing decision at some point in like, you know, mid March to say, you know what, screw it. Let's let's leave it out the whole time. It's not like well, Mike, the last few weeks have been like overpacked with blockbusters that are going to be you know taking up six screens at the theater the way infinity war is going to i think after it yeah and i think after it weathered uh i mean it got through pacific rim it got through ready player one and even though things like a quiet place and i'm sure like rampage and super troopers they're gonna have their respectable audience numbers you're right there wasn't a massive powerhouse to contend with uh, and once it got through, like, those two big ones in March, yeah, it pretty much had a clear shot. Mm-hmm. I think it's smart even just because the marketing for Infinity War is ramping up. Yeah. That if there is just a lead-in movie still in theaters, if someone really wants to scratch that itch and wants to go see something in the theater, Black Panther's still there. So I think I'd, I'd be interested to know if this is the first time we were actually able to back-to-back. If, like, if you wanted to, you could probably find a theater where you could back-to-back the viewings. And I don't think that's happened oh, yeah. with the Marvel yeah. movies before. I was just I, about to say that. I don't think I've seen that anywhere, and I didn't know if you guys had either um, seen I actually like, did it once. Movie. Well, they, that was a specific marathon, not that the nope, prior movie nope. in line, the, was it? The only other time it worked was in 2011 because Thor and Captain America were released two months apart. Wow. Okay. okay. And I went to see Thor, like, the weekend that Cap came out, and I actually, like, figured out the movie times and i went like back to back from one to the other okay but yeah other than that they've never spaced them this close now the the interesting thing will be you know speaking of this again will be ant-man comes out in july yeah two more months later so is it infinity war still going to be in theaters well i mean and, and, that, and that's another point is there's going to be quite a drought after ant-man like, it's going to be... Yeah, well, I mean, relatively now to what we've become accustomed to the last two years. But... Well, even if you go, they're averaging three a year. That You're averaging yeah. four months between them. And it's going to be, what, ten? Eight? Uh, eight? Uh, yeah, about eight, because uh, Captain Marvel is March. Yeah. Yeah. So, that that's twice as long as it ought to be. That's a long time. <laughs> Just on averages, that's twice as long as it ought to be. That that's 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 a while. We're gonna be going through like a Star Wars drought and a Marvel drought. <laughs> but I don't think it's time. gonna be like a drought drought though, because like 
for a lot of that time, you're going to have Infinity War and Black Panther and to watch at home on Blu-ray. So, like, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Avengers at home. Like, after that first came out on Blu-ray, how many times did that get watched? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right around the time when we should be getting another Marvel movie in theaters is when Infinity War will drop on home video. And that'll be, hopefully, enough to hold you guys over. Yeah. Uh, Josh, did you go through any of the Marvel movies before? I did not. I uh, rewatched a few uh, of the more recent ones. Um, I actually found that uh, the ones that I do have access to on Netflix come in real handy when uh, jogging on a treadmill. <laughs> um, so I went back through Guardians 2, and I just finished Civil War yesterday or the day before again. Um, okay. Probably, I'm not going to get there before Thursday, but next time I run, because I have another week and a half till the marathon, so I'll probably go to Doctor Strange next. Yeah, um, But as far as the other ones, um, well, I, I saw Thor again when it came out on DVD, because my nephew hadn't seen it in theaters. Um, but other than that, I don't think I went back to anything else really from uh, the first two phases at all. Okay. Uh, Paul, did you rewatch anything to prep? Um, the only thing that I did watch, again, was Doctor Strange, because Benda Kurt Crumplesnatch is one of my favorite actors. (laughs) So, um, I I had really good intentions of watching some more, but it did not happen. So that's why I'm here. I'm the person who didn't watch 18 movies. So if you are satisfied by the end of this podcast and feel like you're caught up and and prepped and ready for Infinity War, we've done our job. Exactly. I'm here to keep you on track. That's right. I love it. Um, I myself haven't really watched any. I I have a few favorites that I just go back and watch, like Avengers I put on maybe last month just to watch something. Um, Winter Soldier, Civil War, I've watched those recently. Um, I think I'm trying to remember if there's anything. Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming I threw on maybe a couple weeks ago to watch that too. So I've skipped around. I haven't really watched them in order. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to pull some of this stuff off memory uh, when we go through here. So we'll see how we do. Um, so next thing we'll move on to leading into infinity war, let's try to remember where the characters were or, you know, where they currently are, I guess, leading into this movie, what, where we left off with them last and when, where they were sort of at. So who do anybody remember where these characters are? Anybody want to start with, or I I made a list or I can just start going down my list and see where we're at. I'll see how far I can get. (laughs) <laughs> All right, uh, let's just start with Iron Man. Iron Man, last we see of him, is at the press conference proposing. That's that's the note that I wrote, yeah. Um, was I'm, I'm assuming he is proposing to Pepper at the press conference that was intended for Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, because so, he still had, that was after the fallout from Civil War. Which, it's and... really interesting, if you watch Civil War back-to-back with Spider-Man Homecoming... Tony ends in such a downer in Civil War and then seems completely back to normal in Spider-Man Homecoming. He does. I feel like it's easy to rebound when you're a billionaire. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true, but he, like, lost his best friend. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say, best... I felt like Rhodey was his best friend. He... Alright, one of his best friends. His best okay. friend of me. Yeah. <laughs> I th- well, I think, I, th- I think it was also smart to i mean number one civil war and spidey came out like 15 16 months apart yeah and to put 
as as much of like a six month time gap in between those two events in that timeline, I think was a smart move because that helped the character of Peter Parker not only, you know, get some emotional distance between the events of Civil War and where we pick up with him, uh, but also to explain, yeah, some of this about Tony, that it's not like the immediate, you know, week or two after and he feels like he has to, you know, be involved and take care of this kid. Right. Um, well, so it's believable that, you know, he could be in a slightly different headspace now. And and I would also say, are we ever really given Cap and Iron Man as BFFs? Do we ever really get that moment where they show, like, true friendship for one another? Or is it just they're, like, working partners? Because the only scene I can think of <laughs> Workplace is proximity Age of Ultron... <laughs> Well, that's what it feels like. But like Age of Ultron, when they, when they're out cutting wood, yeah, and even then they disagree. And, and I'm trying to think of like other scenes where like they actually showed like, other than fighting together, that they're buddies in any way. I don't know. I guess I'm just pulling from the sense of camaraderie between the two of them. I feel, and I at the same time, if if you look at the core group. I feel like none of them are necessarily friends. Like, Tony is friends with Rhodey. friends from work. Yeah, Tony is friends with Rhodey. Cap is friends with Sam. Like, within their individual line stories, I feel, I feel like it's there. I, I mean, I'd say there's Otherwise, something there for, for Hawkeye and Black Widow, for sure. Yes. And Black Widow yes, and Hulk, for that. sure. Sure. But beyond that, I don't... Th- I, I think, like, Thor likes them. But (laughs) Thor is also like, this is, you know, most of your fights are below me. And when you need me, I'll be there when you actually need me. But until that time comes, I got shit to deal with. um, Protecting (laughs) the realms. Um, And Hulk, I mean, obviously Banner doesn't want anything to do with it. He leaves on his own accord. He doesn't want to come back. He wants to stay away, but... His, and I feel like that, you, with Hulk and Thor, you do get that frenemies, bromance kind of thing. Um, especially yeah. in Ragnarok. Like, even before Ragnarok, you get it. But I feel like in Ragnarok, they really put that together more. I don't think anybody could not like Bruce Banner. I think he's everybody's <laughs> friend. Bruce Banner is, yeah. Hulk, Hulk is a little bit different. Yeah, I was going to say, until he turns into a giant green rage monster. Um. <laughs> but if you notice, the way they've written the characters, and especially the way that the actors approach it, um, was it, maybe I didn't pick up on it until you just said that, Paulo, which is nobody at any point really has a hostility toward Bruce. When he's in science man mode... When he's in, hey, I need to decompress because I just destroyed that city mode. <laughs> you know, no, no, nobody seems to have an adversarial or tense relationship with Bruce Banner. Well, it's going to be you on know? purpose, right? I was no going to say to turn him into the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, would you like actually get into an argument with that guy? You no, know, well, you know what I mean. Arguing is one thing, but just having a terse uh, relationship, you know what I mean, with. With somebody that, I mean, that I'd be, doesn't I'd really want to be exist. on his good side. Yeah, I'd be tiptoeing around him too. I, 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 Not everybody's I think, Iron to, Man is going to walk no, up I, behind him and like shock right. him and want to see it happen and just have like, scientific interest. Well, that that's that's the thing. I think I think the the easy answer is when well, no one wants to piss him off. I think the deeper answer is someone like Thor 
Thor is not scared of him. Thor is not intimidated okay. by him. He'd probably like to avoid it if he can, but he doesn't have to be scared of him. Yeah. To a large no, degree. Th- Thor enjoys it. Yeah. Thor, like, when Thor sees that he has to battle him in this arena, it's, yeah, it's somebody that can actually hit me and make me feel it. You know, like, it's, <laughs> I feel That's like. That's not how I interpreted that reaction from Ragnarok. I thought he was like, oh, I'm in the clear. Yeah. I don't have oh, my see, buddy. I, I, I'm not going to fight. We're going to get out of this right now. Let's go, buddy. That's why he tries talking him down. We can just stroll right out of here. Yeah, I mean, I think I guess there was that part of it, but I felt like it was also just that. I don't know. Like there, there there's that friendly rivalry between them, and I feel like it, for Thor, it was a win either way. Like I either get to fight the Hulk or we get out of here because it's, he's the Hulk and he's just going to break everything with me. Fair enough. I feel like we're going to get sidetracked. I want to yeah. get into that, but. I'm, I'm, uh... <laughs> Who's who's uh, next on the list? <laughs> yes, yes, we've done. Uh, I one. got Cap next. So last time we see Cap, what's Cap up to? He is he's dropping off Bucky. Is that the last time we saw him? He yes, yeah, yeah. The, actually, the it is. Credits. He's in Wakanda with Bucky, and I think right before that we see him presumably breaking out Hawkeye, Falcon, Ant Man, and Scarlet Witch from the raft. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about the post credits to. Avenger or to Civil War though that yeah that's that's actually I I am assuming that happens after he breaks them out but at least his last moment on screen yeah I forgot about that yeah so are we presuming that Cap is hiding in Wakanda or you think he's just on the run somewhere else he has to be on the run because he would have been in Black Panther yeah I think or it would have been ridiculously convenient horribly convenient for them to say like nope he was around but didn't want to get involved Right. Another powerful white guy shows up yeah. to help all the black people in Wakanda. <laughs> Probably another good story element to avoid. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so let's assume Cap is somewhere on the run, having mm-hmm. dropped Bucky off in Wakanda. Um, Thor. Last time we see Thor. He's on the ship. On um, Yeah, is well, him, him so and Loki same... are standing there watching Thanos' ship approach. And it's the same answer for... Bruce, right? Bruce is with them too, right? Yeah, we have yeah, so the Thor, three of them Loki, are on that ship. Hulk, Heimdall, Valkyrie, yeah. and don't forget Korg and Meek. Yes, yeah, Korg and Meek. Because Meek is not ship actually dead. For Earth. They go on that ship and they're going to fly away. <laughs> and uh, they get intercepted by a sh- I can't remember the name of the ship, but it's confirmed to be Thanos' ship. So they are sure. running, running to Thanos in space on their way to Earth. Um, Obviously, we're going to see the Hulk and Thor and Loki in Infinity War. Do we think we'll see Heimdall, Valkyrie, Korg, or Meek show up in Infinity War? I think we'll see Heimdall. I think you could quickly have all those characters. I don't know how much you need all of them. I think it would be strange for, especially the the literal moment where they left you off. Um, Actually, let let me put a pin in that for a second to go back to when we were talking about Thor Ragnarok, when it was about to come out, uh, Brian, I think you had said that you, and I'm surprised that it didn't turn out this way. You had said that you would have bet anything that the post credit scene for Thor is the uh, Comic-Con footage that was shown, which was Thor like waking up in the Guardian's ship or like crashing Literally into it in space. Literally running into the Guardians yeah. in space, yes. Yeah, that is actually the extent of what I have seen. 
because that came out <laughs> well, last July. So the presuming leaked footage from Comic Con, presuming that to be true, yeah. Um, that Thor. So we'll go based off what you know, and I'm not going to get anything into what I know. Okay. So Thor is. He looks pretty beat up, you know, when he arrives with the Guardians there. So we assume something happens, and since they only find Thor, mm-hmm. we don't have any information as to what happens to anybody else that was on that ship at that time. Are they prisoners? Are they dead? What happens to them? We have to assume right. that, you know, Loki taking the Tesseract at least has a bargaining chip for his own sake. One way or the yeah. other. He has that on his own side. Um, but nobody oh. else there really has anything to offer Thanos to save their own lives. Maybe Loki does it to save everyone. Maybe he does. Maybe Hashtag Loki's save Loki. not a dick anymore. <laughs> for you know. But as far as what we know of Loki, Loki will act like he's not a dick just to be a bigger dick later. And that's why we Fair love enough. him. <laughs> yes, because he so I, is very consistent. <laughs> I have a question. Um, how truthful is IMDb when they list cast? Um, I don't. There may be spoilers I don't trust it. in that, okay. but there is one, and I think I know what you're referring to. And I will offer my own idea about that later, because okay. a lot of people are asking that same question, um, and I will. If Brian says it's okay, I can address it quickly. I think you know the one <laughs> that I'm talking about. That I don't know if I do. Why, why don't you text it to him while we're talking, and then he can... So, so if, I need to, <laughs> if I need to jump off for like five minutes, you can talk about that. There, there is a certain former voice of a ghost from Destiny that is listed on IMDb. Oh, yeah. Is this okay to discuss quickly? As to who he might be playing? Yes. I have the answer for everyone, if anybody's wondering. Because I don't think I want to know if he is in there. I don't think I want to know if it's, a, if it's, if it's a, rumored or not. If it's a new, well, if it's a, if it's a new character, I don't want to know it. It, it. I'll tell you this: it's a new character that neither one of you knows anything about, or really cares that much about. I think it's safe to talk about the actor, but I wouldn't okay. talk about what character he's playing. Yeah, do that. Okay. Well, Peter Dinklage is listed. Okay, I had heard IMDb. that a couple months ago. Um, is that what you were referring to, Paula? No, it wasn't. Ah, okay. Oh, but, Be- being um, Peter Dinklage, I assume, since he's listed with no character next to his name on IMDb, he's not listed as somebody. Okay. So, like, because a lot of those things, I think, on IMDb go off rumors and unconfirmed reports, and they just post it up there, and then it, once the movie comes out, then the the list gets well, tighter. There's also one certain CG character that's going to be in the movie that we know is in the movie. Korg. 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 Court. That well, no, no, that does not have an IMDb actor attached to voice them. Uh so that is the assumption. Is that I'm not going to say who it is, but that that missing person that we know is in the movie that's not listed with a voice for their character on IMDb is going yeah. to be the Dinklebot. <laughs> well, I I would say this: the the like getting back to the answer about Thor is there. We, we know the ship that Thor and Loki and Hulk and Heimdall and all of them are on is encountered by Thanos' ship. At yes. some point later, Thor is by himself floating through space, smashes into the Guardian's ship. 
I am therefore assuming that it would not be out of place and would, I think, would actually be more awkward to not have them present for at least a minute or two to have everyone that you know that's on that ship at least appear. Even if it's immaterial, even if it's, holy shit, we're about to get blown up. I'm Thor, I'm running this way, everyone else goes the other way. I don't care, give me something. give us a quick Korg one-liner. Anything, yes. (laughs) I would do it worth the price of admission alone for me. (laughs) But I, I honestly, I do, I think it would be, from like a storytelling standpoint, it would seem like they were going out of their way to avoid having to have these actors show up or do the CGI or whatever when you know they are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think just, they'll necessarily play a large role. Okay. I'd be fine with that. Just one good establishing shot. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, they disappeared before this happened and, you know, they're unaccounted for. At least, exactly. yeah, you're right. Establish them on the ship and then blow everybody apart and or, have or, them yeah, go their separate ways. Gonna, yeah, proceed, but I think it'd be more awkward to try to pretend like they're not there. And it would, you know, was, it would leave oh, Ragnarok like a little bit lackluster, I guess, if like they make this big deal to evacuate the last of the Guardians on the ship, Thanos shows up, blow the ship up and pretty much kills everyone. Right. Yeah. I feel like that kind of undoes, you know, it, it paints Ragnarok in a much sour, more of a sour tone than what you're left with this little ray of hope at the end of that movie. It just yeah. completely obliterates it starting the next one. Right. Um... Paula, what were you going to say with IMDb? I kind of cut you off there, assuming. Oh, no. I, I mean, we the, were talking about, like, the people that were in Thor and, like, the names that I saw listed. There was a lot of names on IMDb. And I'm like, are all of these characters really going to be in it? Even. Um, See, I don't even know if I want to know who you're referring to. Yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> it, it's promise. a very long list. And it is. My, my assumption would be that you're going to get glimpses of some of them. Like, they were present in the cast. But you're not getting any kind of character arc for several of the people that are listed. You're just getting an appearance. Maybe you see them swing a weapon in the background or do something in the distance. But you know. And even that being said, I'd still rather have that saved for the movie. It's like I've made it this long that oh, I yeah. can t- I can last two more days. Right. Well, or whatever and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying who. I'm just saying like there's it's a long list. Yeah. And the character arcs that are there, there's not enough time in one movie for this whole list to be covered. Right. Um, and I, I, so I'm gonna, I doubt that the list is even comprehensive. I wanna, I'm want to. i going to try to move us on before we get sidetracked on more yeah, possible no, IMDb yes. spoilers. Who's next? <laughs> uh, Black Widow's next. Where's she at? Black Widow? I mean, it's the end of Civil War. Like, I feel like the last time we see her is saying something about Nick Fury or... No, to Iron Man. Having saying she he's got to watch his back, and then she walks out and leaves. Yeah, right? yeah. It, uh, the new Avengers, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. So she's been on the run too. I don't think she's on the run because I don't think they're chasing her down. I think she's just. I saying, think she's just, she's on thin ice, probably like with she, the government. But I thought and all she that. was suffering. Yeah, being reprimanded for stopping T'Challa from capturing them. She she was being reprimanded, but she also still registered. So she's not technically a fugitive, and they could just arrest her if they wanted to. And okay. they let her go. So she's just flying under the radar somewhere? Yeah. I think she's just kind of doing the Black Widow thing. Doing whatever she okay. does in her own time between these movies. She's at the right. salon. <laughs> getting her getting nails hair done. Getting her yeah, hair say, yeah, she's getting her hair blonded. She needs a little girl time. <laughs> she's had a rough couple of movies. 
Uh, who else we got? Uh, Spider-Man. Where's Spider-Man at? I mean, Aunt May's probably. Yeah. <laughs> his, his apartment <laughs> in Queens. I don't know. I mean, what? The last time we see him, he was offered to be an Avenger. Turned it down. I Decided to stay local in New York, be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And the last scene we see is Aunt May saying what the fuck to Peter Parker being Spider-Man. Such yeah. a good way to end that movie. Do you think we're going to get the payoff for that in Infinity War? you think we're, they're going to wait for that until Homecoming 2? I don't think you'll get the whole payoff. I think you might get some exposition from him relating to it uh, in like some exchange with Tony, for instance. I, I, guess I haven't been checking IMDb for a while. I did glance a couple of months ago here and there like at the cast list and whatnot granted but um i don't remember seeing marissa tomei listed so i don't even know if aunt may is gonna pop up in here i don't really think there's much of a place for her like she does not need to be there so i I think think you're right i think they do need to at least explain that in dialogue somewhere if you're gonna end that movie with that kind of bombshell and then peter goes off to fight presumably a space battle yeah you need to figure out why Aunt May is okay with that, or if she knows about that, or, you know. Yeah. That seems to be a big sort of character thing to, to figure out. It needs mentioned. Okay. Uh, who else we got? Bucky. Last time we see Bucky. He's in Wakanda. Yes. That, that is the correct answer. <laughs> Which, th- this is the only part of... Surprisingly, one of the only parts of Black Panther that still bug me after the third time is <laughs> Bucky's. It, it 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 felt to me like it was a very monumental, significant decision at the end of Civil War for him to request to go back under cryo. He was basically saying, I am too much of a danger to other people. I need to be removed from society. Uh-huh. I'm assuming that. The post-credits of Black Panther showing him with um, Shuri is saying that she's had some kind of hand in his recovery, rehabilitation, given her intelligence and whatnot. Not that I have a problem with that per se. I just, it felt like they were putting a little too much on the capabilities of Wakanda. Like every single possible thing they could figure out even this guy's rooted psychological torture and programming for the better part of a century um it it was just it was a little bit too easy i really i think i said this when we talked about black panther i really need a sufficient explanation as to why you know a year i don't know what the timeline no because black panther is taking place like a week to two weeks after civil war yeah his recovery time is pretty quick so he's, and, and depending on what then the lag time between the end of the events of Black Panther are to the time of that post credit scene, you know, you, maybe they can explain it away that way. It, it just, it feels like a little too short of a time period to say like, oh, look, we were all of a sudden be able to make this medical recovery pro- progress. I, I personally felt part of what they were doing with his arc was that a lot of what was controlling his mind had to do with his arm. And when that arm gets cut off, it kind of severs that connection to that control over him a bit. Okay. Um, I have a theory that has something to do with one of the Infinity Stones. 
Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Let's hear it. I'd love this. Uh, am I allowed to? Okay. Yeah. Go for it. This it's is a like theory. jumping into it's not Okay. <laughs> so we don't know where the soul stone is, correct? Correct. Right. So what if, you know, it's in Wakanda powering some purple flowers that could have some kind of effect on healing Bucky? Is that too off the wall? I've heard variations of that theory, I think. Mm, okay. Um, but you're referring to the purple flower that gives Black Panther his power? Yes. So um, from what I have been researching is could ha- uh, the Soul Stone have come to Wakanda through a meteorite or something like that, landed in Wakanda, and that's why it's going to be like a big part of, can I say, can I keep going with that? Should I stop right there? Well, I do kind of actually want to put a pin in it because I think that's going to bring out a whole bigger discussion. Like once we start peeling back the layers right. of that, that's going to be a bigger discussion. So I sort of want to put that a- okay. put a pin in it until we get to the other stones. But you kind of see where I'm going with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it could be in the earth or, you know, fueling whatever those little purple flowers are. Maybe it's helping okay. heal him. So I don't know. I just. Fair enough. Would not I, I could probably see that working. Play, <laughs> I think probably wouldn't work, but you know. I mean, I think on the other side, I think Wakanda is basically probably if they wanted to could be used as basically just the get out of jail free card. Like they are so advanced that they have solutions to everything. True. That, that's a good way of putting it. That's I think what I was more worried about the explanation with Bucky is it kind of went the Iron Man route with they just kind of say science and move on. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, wait until the Fantastic Four show up and Reed Richards is the answer to everything in the universe. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. But, I mean, and don't get me wrong, like, in the comics, kind (laughs) of, you know, Reed Richards is kind of the answer to everything. Um, And if not him, Franklin shows up and just pounds everything into the ground. But that's off the point. But but what I was going to say is, just to touch on what Paula said in a different tone, and this is going to sound crazy, but it is the Soul Stone. What if Bucky is the Soul Stone? That is crazy. It is crazy, <laughs> but how? But I mean, what if there's something to what they did to him with the Soul Stone that made him the way he is? As in better or the Winter Soldier? Both. Because it's the Soul Stone. When he becomes himself again, the Soul Stone enables him to do that. But when he doesn't realize himself, he is able to be controlled. They're yeah, able to control his soul. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's it's ridiculous. But it, it is I ridiculous. say ridiculous things. <laughs> if I would say this. If you find a, a pole somewhere that you can put like five bucks down onto what the explanation for the Soul Stone is going to be. and you The Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> if you play that, because your odds will be astronomically horrible. <laughs> so put like a small bet down on it, because if it does pay off, you're gonna make out like a bandit. I'll put most of my money on we don't see the soul stone in Infinity War I'd, at all. I'd say we don't see it till the second movie. Okay, we'll dive more into that when we get the theories and speculation. All right, Are we, is that not what we're doing yet? No, no, I'm we're still, still, we're still characters. Get, yeah, we're characters. Characters. <laughs> okay. We, we, we're, we're way <laughs> off focus, but we're getting there. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to steer us, you know, keep us on the rails here. Um, Josh, going back to sort of what you were talking about as, as far as the passage of time. Yeah. They could basically probably put any 
gap of time they want in there for Bucky to get cured. Because Shuri is the linchpin. We see her at the very end of Black Panther setting up shop. Where, where were they? Where, where the hell LA. was the, the... Yeah. So T'Challa drops her off there and says you can, you can you know, make stuff here and, and start a you know, keep the kids out of trouble more or less and, and build something here. And then we see her again in presumably Wakanda with Bucky. So right. if she's in both places, there could be, they could just explain it away as any type of passage of time there. Sure. Well, I feel like she wasn't going to stay there because I feel like at the end of Black right. Panther, they're just, he's just showing her the building where it's going to be. And if they, if they want to have her set it up, she could have been there for months setting that stuff up and then came back to work on Bucky or sure. vice versa. Sure. I feel like, yeah. So they have an out. Yeah, there's definitely space there. Like I said, I'm not not saying it couldn't be believable. I just have a high, I think I have a high, I've built up a high bar of sufficiency that I need for for it to make sense and not sound lazy. Okay. Uh, The one other point I was going to make out of this is that Shuri refers to Bucky as White Wolf. Right. Which apparently is a character from the comics, but I'm not too familiar with them. So, the thing that I, I guess, have sort of read about was that if they're calling Bucky the White Wolf, and that is the mantle that he is going to take up in the MCU, that leaves the mantle of Captain America free and open for Sam Wilson, mm-hmm. should something happen to Steve Rogers. We've been debating whether it's going to be Bucky or Sam. Yeah. So, I, I think if Bucky is renamed, I think that leaves it wide open for Sam. I feel like... I feel like I it'll make for better movies if it's Sam, but I feel like Bucky will look cooler with the shield. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I, I think also the head fake of it being Sam would be better at this point because you've had I mean Bucky's been along since the beginning. And it's almost it almost feels like it's inevitable, like, oh, when is it going yeah. to happen? All the little teases, every little time he has to pick up the shield to use it for two seconds. I think the head fake of it end up being Sam would be better storytelling. I still like the like, double head yeah. fake of Cap still around, and the whole head fake <laughs> is that nobody takes up the shield and it's just Cap. <laughs> I mean, that could be too. Uh, all right, let's go to Black Panther. He's, where do, where do we leave off with Black Panther? L.A. was Shuri, isn't he, the last time we see him? Well, he was addressing Shuri's... the U.N. Yeah. Ah, yeah, okay. I, I feel like he's just going to be around Wakanda mostly. I, I don't know if there's much to read into that. He's going to be in Wakanda, in Oakland, dealing with global outreach potentially now. I, I don't know if there's too much to read into where he may or may not be based on where that movie left off that is going to have a big impact on. Yeah, I, don't uh, know. I think the bigger like how it starts. I think the bigger takeaway from that is one, he's inherited the mantle of king. He is in charge of Wakanda now. Yeah, and two, he's opened up Wakanda to the rest of the world. Yeah, so I think that will play into this next movie also. Yeah, yes. I think I think it's I think with him it's more the circumstances of his story yeah. as opposed right. to him per se. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I honestly don't think it's going to play that big a role. I think we're going to have so much story to tell just about Thanos and what's going on. You know, what? Wh- why is all this stuff happening? Why, you know, like, in telling that story, I don't feel like we're going to get a lot of 
narrative behind our other characters. I feel like they Mm -hmm. have, because we have, all we know about Thanos thus far is that he was paying people to go out and get him Infinity Stones. Yeah. And he was offering, you know, money, destroying planets, whatever they wanted, just bring him an Infinity Stone. Go out there, Ronan, bring it back, and yeah, I'll kill the Nova Corps for you, etc., etc. So, we don't have a whole lot of context yet. Yeah. So I think that a lot of the narrative in the film is going to be based around that. Um, we might get like small mentions and such, but I feel like they're going to have a, so much to cover. Um, that it'll be interesting to see. Um, I got three more that I wrote down, and we'll double check if I missed anybody when we get to the end. Uh, yeah. Doctor Strange. Where's Doctor Strange? Hanging out in the Sanctum. That's all I. That's yeah. all I could remember too. I was going to say he's got to be in New York, right? The New York Sanctum. Refilling yeah. Thor's beer. Did anybody think that, um, is it in, crap, where is it at? So in, in, in Doctor Strange, the three sanctums are Hong Kong, London, and New York. Mm-hmm. There is another point, I, I think it's actually in Black Panther it might be, when Killmonger is making up his plan, he specifically singles out those three cities Okay. That he that I didn't he named think of that at the time. That he name drops during some of his exposition or his discussions or something. Um geographically, I understand that that's like important areas and you kind of hit the corners of each of the big continents and maybe that's why they picked them for Doctor Strange as well. Um but I didn't know if anyone else thought was there any other significance to why he might have been involved or interested in those if that will come back in any way see i never picked picked up on that or put that together yeah i never did either that's an interesting point to make um killmonger doesn't strike me as the type of person that would stumble across the magical realm yeah or know anything about that to no, be not necessarily specifically maybe, targeting that stuff yeah and it was i i don't i don't think it's necessarily far-fetched though i admit that i don't i don't really have strong evidence otherwise to say it wasn't just a coincidence of 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 their choice of of cities um but maybe he doesn't know about the magic but maybe you know oh there's word of of you know powerful forces to be dealt with right uh yeah it could be i don't know i like where your head's at though it's a good pull oh Uh, all right, Guardians. Where are the Guardians at, or what are they up to? I mean, I guess the last thing we know of them is they find Thor. More or less, but yeah. I mean, they're they're just sort of hanging out in space, right? They're not even bound for Earth at this point. No, I yeah, think... they. I think they just kind of happen upon him. I don't think they've gone that far from Ego. I mean, I'm sure they've gotten right. out of the general area, perhaps, but I don't think they've gone, like, I don't think they're... Where they've left off, they were not en route to somewhere else or to a next step of anything right, at the time right. that the like that they needed to bury Yondu or anything. I still feel like there's a good passage <laughs> of time though, um, because you do get that post credit scene where you get Team Groot. Sure. So I would say that yeah, like we don't know how fast Groot actually grows. We have no friggin' clue how long Touché. it takes Groot to go from. 
baby plant to teen plant, but we do know in six months he went from the little dancing stick to the little walking stick. Yeah. So, how long does it take the little walking stick to go to the teen? I'd say a while. I'd say that's a good passage of time there, so I think that they're... they just kind of been doing their own thing for a while. Yeah, they, they, they've been being the Guardians. Something bad, okay. something good, bit of both. Yeah. You know? Uh, last one I have is Vision. Do we know where Vision, or what he's up to? He's dating Wanda. They're going on a date. <laughs> they're they're on opposite dinner. ends of the world as far as we know, though. Yeah, Wanda was in the raft last time we saw her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and the, there's one shot really close to the end, I think. At the end of Civil War, when Tony is reading Cap's letter and you hear his voiceover, Cap reading his own letter as the voiceover, there's a shot of Vision back at the compound, just kind of like chilling out on the couch in his like sweater. That's the sweater. last time I remember seeing him. Yeah, but, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's it's so it. weird seeing him in a sweater. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's a good look. I do like your your Vision and Wanda thing. It's gonna happen. We all know that they they foretold that enough already. But I I, I think I, I like the I like where your head's at. But we're not we're not quite there. I think that is. And and I think that leap is probably going to play a significant role in how their story arc is about to play out. Mm-hmm. The two of them coming up. Okay. I love a good ship. <laughs> uh, the only one that I noticed from the the poster that I saw at the movie theater the other night was that he's not the smallest on the on the poster. War Machine is very kind of noticeable there. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Yeah. So you still have, I mean, I, I think about it, other, like, he wasn't War Machine per se, but other than Tony, Pepper, and Happy, uh, you know, Captain Rhodes is the other character who has been in here from the beginning. Mm-hmm. True. No um, one else has been around as long as them. Didn't talk about Hawkeye. Um, even though we did mention mm. that he is safe from the raft, we didn't... Well, that's all we know. Say, is the last is time that we see him, he's time. in the raft. Okay, that's what I was just going to say. Just for the listeners, is that that is the last time that we see Hawkeye. Right. Same. So we're presuming Cap got him out. Yeah, I guess same. But what he's been man. up to after that. Right. Yeah, because that, that, would, that would put Hawkeye, Falcon, Ant-Man, and, and Wanda in that group. It's yeah. being freed from the raft by Cap. But where they went after the raft, we have no idea. Right. Agreed. Um, and as far as War Machine, what, he's still recovering from his spinal injury? Yeah. Right. Reading he... packages from Tony Stank. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he's probably hanging out at the compound too, right? Him, Tony, and Vision? Well, I, I don't know. I presumed he was either at the compound or... Because I think even after... No, no, you're right. Never mind. He was either there or, like, some kind of, like, VA hospital type place. Right. I assumed it was the compound. Yeah. Especially since if they get a package delivered to Tony Stark there. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I I assumed it was the compound or it was, like, Tony's place. Yeah. Like, some gym that Tony owns God knows where. Right. (laughs) Tony owning a gym? I don't see that happening. (laughs) He's a billionaire. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess he could own whatever he wants. It just doesn't strike me as the gym type. Maybe he bought that facility and made it just for Rhodey. Just that to I rehabilitate him. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so that's all the characters I had written down. Do we anybody else we think we missed, or anybody else we have questions about or want to talk about? That was everyone on my list. Okay, Nick Fury. Mm. Oh, good call. Yeah. Yes. It, Last we see of the, him, Age of Ultron. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's even. After. I don't think he's had a cameo or a peep in Phase Three at all. So he's still in the helicarrier somewhere, just overseeing everything? Is he still there? I mean, he was on the helicarrier in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. At the, okay, that's right, that's right. I, I always forget he's he's there at that point, because I only think of him showing up in the barn at Hawkeye's oh, yeah. place. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess he... he he's the eye in be. the sky. He's just... Yeah. He's, still he's the, there. The shield thing. He's invisible up in the sky. Um, There was some talk about who was getting top billing in the movie and it okay. wasn't um Robert Downey it, or DJ it wasn't yeah so who did get top billing oh I'm looking at the poster I guess Chris Evans did the poster has if you're if you're at least reading like top to bottom left to right Downey's first and oh, then wait, Hems- Hemsworth Evans is fourth hmm Who's third? Mark, Mark Ruffalo is third. Okay, that's fair. The four of them are the four. I mean, yeah. yeah. So that makes the most sense. I would assume Scarlett Johansson fifth, fifth, and then mm-hmm. Cumberbatch after that. <laughs> which that just says like he's he the next pulled, biggest name. Honestly. He pulled some Hollywood weight there. Yeah, yeah. Although it's you know. It's Benedict Cumberbatch. You put his name up there, too, just to sell tickets. You want to make sure it's there and loud and proud. Uh, all right, so if we're not thinking of any more characters, we'll move on to the Infinity Stones. Uh, so for anyone that hasn't really been keeping track, Thanos is the villain in Infinity War. He's been teased in some of the earlier movies. We see him in the end credits of the first Avengers movie. Uh, he gets some screen time in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I think those are the only two times we see him. Do we see him any more than that? Um, I can't remember. I think that's it. He's in the post credits of Avengers. He's in the post credits. We of... also get the oh, post credits of Age, Age of Ultron, Ultron. Yeah, when he fine, puts on the gauntlet. Yeah. yeah, and then that quick exchange with Ronan in the first Guardians. Right. So he's he's been teased a little bit. We've seen him on screen. His his whole goal is to collect six Infinity Stones and put them into the gauntlet that you see him grabbing at the end credits of Age of Ultron, which will give him godlike powers, control over everything. Um, and I know we've covered this on other episodes before. We've tried to place them after pretty much every time we see another Marvel movie, we, we go back and try to figure out where these stones are. We've seen five of them. So we'll go through and figure out where the five are. And as Paula mentioned earlier, we are still missing the soul stone. So we'll go through theories on where we think the soul stone might be. Um, first one we're, we were ever exposed to in the MCU was the space stone, which was the Tesseract. Do we remember where that one left off? Well, it's with Loki. Well, Presumably. Well, yeah. Last you actually see it, it is in the trophy room. It's probably with Loki. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it, Surtur exploded it and sent it, it off into the reaches of space. 
Well, and that's the other question is if un unless one might happen to know other things that I don't right now, <laughs> uh, you know, I could open the discussion, you know, would would the decimation of uh, Asgard have destroyed anything like that in that event? And so theoretically, if it didn't, where else could it be? But it's probably what's in, in theory. It takes a good hard the, look at that. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got to have it. That wasn't an accidental filming. Um, yeah, but it's also oh, no. in theory the Infinity Stones would be indestructible. That's what I would to, assume. But yeah. I figure. I mean, it, it's an intentional shot. Obviously, it 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 is. It was designed to exactly stir debate. Yeah, and make you think. What if? What did? What what this what that? Um, that was its purpose. All right, so the next one we get in the MCU is from Thor: The Dark World. That is the Reality Stone, although it's a it's not a stone per se in that movie, more of a liquidy type thing. But that is like what they plasma. refer to as the ether. Yeah, plasma works. So that was the ether. Um, so where do we remember seeing that one last? Where do we leave off with the ether? Given to the collector. Which and is... that was before his place blew up. Right, and you never see it there while you're actually there, and you don't know what happened to it afterward, and I still think that is the dumbest effing move that they've made through this whole series, where the demigod roller of some space realm says, oh, I think it's really dangerous to have two of these powerful things here under my own protection. How about I have this guy, who just likes to have shit, yeah. I'm sure. What am I? Am I? Am I being naive and thinking maybe he doesn't know what this is? <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. I, with it. I that made no. I don't sense. think it's that. I I feel like the collector is one of the most powerful people in the universe, politically, under the tabley. You know, like just economically. Period. He's willing to offer four billion units for another Infinity Stone that we're going to talk about. To the yeah. Guardians, and that's just to get one thing for his collection. But he already had encompassing one. rooms and rooms and rooms. Right, he but already he had one. So right, why... but he can't wield it, and he knows he can't wield uh, it. He even it, like he says like mere mortal couldn't pick this up. Like in it, he... I think well, it, one. I think I, I think it was sorry, a Josh, go ahead. I think it was a fl I think it was flimsy storytelling. Well, one, he's a collector. So I don't. I think whatever anybody gives him, if it seems of value, he collects it. If you can mm -hmm. hold on to Howard the Duck for that long, <laughs> I'm going to trust you with an Infinity Stone. Not to mention and Cosmo. Two. The the only other thing that I can think of is: Do we know the collector was keeping it for himself? Yeah, he may have sold it. Well, he was like. Well, I mean, like, how do we know he's not working for Thanos? He's like, that's what, what I mean. One down, five to go. Right. So he's obviously looking for all six, but is it for his collection or is it for Thanos? I think that is unclear. That's true. Yeah, we it, don't know it, the collector's intentions. When someone doesn't have a loyalty to any particular thing, you can't be sure that they're not going to be disloyal to you. So by Odin giving it, giving the ether to him, I don't think that. That's what I mean. The, like the flimsy storytelling. Even once you get his, you know, little bit of screen time in Guardians. I don't think you're presented with a character that gives you any confidence that this is a trustworthy person. Absolutely. I see why they made that decision. Right. 
yeah, it is kind of shady, and maybe they just needed a place to put it for now, so that when Thanos needs to gather them, gather them up, he just has another place to go to try to find one. I think they just wanted to introduce the collector. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So give, you, was... give you an idea of what he is before Guardians. Yeah, yeah. Um, so moving on to Guardians, uh, in the first Guardians movie, we get the Power Stone. Mm-hmm. Which... And do you remember where we left off with that one? They gave it to the Nova Corps. Yes. That is correct. It's in the vault. So Glenn Close is holding that very <laughs> near and dear to her I would heart trust somewhere. Her. <laughs> and John yeah. C. Riley. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would love a John C. Riley cameo in this. I, I, <laughs> he was He was missed. For me, from uh, from Guardians too, yeah. Um, and we have the Mind Stone, which is what we Ultron pried out from Loki Scepter. Mm-hmm. So That's... we there was rumors back in Avengers One that the the staff itself was an Infinity Stone, but everyone I think because it shared the color of the Tesseract, I think a lot of people assumed the staff was powered by the Tesseract, and then somehow. I don't, I don't know how it was explained away that it could somehow control people's minds, but that would have been a dead giveaway that it was a Infinity Stone, the Mind Stone. Right. So they finally confirmed that in Age of Ultron, and then Ultron uses it to create Vision, or at least starts to. Tony Stark finishes the job. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that we basically left off with that stone being in Vision. Yeah. Yep. That... So wherever Vision is, if he's hanging out at Avengers facility, that's where that's where the Mind Stone is. Um, and the last one we know about is the Time Stone from Doctor Strange. Which do you remember where that left off? I think they just put it back in uh, the uh, the fuck yeah the, the, the uh, Comatose yeah, right? and it's just yeah. Kind of... Wherever that it's Doctor Strange isn't wearing it anymore, he put it back. It was in was the he... well. That was like was the he wearing confluence. It in Thor? Was he That's wearing a good, it in Ragnarok? I, I don't remember, Paula, because I, I don't know if I looked that hard at him now that I'm mm. thinking about it. Yeah, I'd have to look that back a at it. damn good question. Yeah. If he has it on him, then it's in New York. If he doesn't have it on him, then it's still in Comertage. I, I didn't think that was Comertage. I thought that was like the confluence of the three locations. But isn't that in Comertage? No, I thought that was like the, the place where you could travel between the three locations. Like one door went to London, one door went to Hong Kong, one door went to New York. Right, but I thought over the course of the Doctor Strange movie, that whatever that room is, that it's in Comertage somewhere. Because he was still in his training, going through the library and learning more more oh, skills okay. and stuff yeah. before he... being introduced to those doors. Yeah, okay. Um, It looks like he was wearing it in Ragnarok. Okay. So he's so just wearing maybe it in New York now. Okay, so he might be the sole protector then of the Infinity Stone for the Time Stone. Okay. I mean, who wouldn't Fair. want to wear that giant piece of bling? It's pretty awesome. I know. It lights up and everything. It, it is like that Doctor Strange, like, signature item that he always had with him. So I mean, he really doesn't have anybody to tell him no, right? <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he is the Sorcerer Supreme these days. Yeah, Mordo left. Tilda Swinton died. Wong's not going to tell him no. No. Um, all right, so that leads us with the sixth one, which is the Soul Stone. So this is the one that we are still missing. Um, 
Paula, if you want to jump on to what you started go down the road before, we can jump on that. Sure. Um, so I did read somewhere that um, someone had read or speculated that a meteorite came to Earth and it was the soul stone and it landed in Wakanda and that's what powers the purple flowers and that's what gives um, them their powers by drinking the liquid made from these purple flowers. Um, I also read somewhere another theory that it's Heimdall. Did, Mike, did you say that earlier? That it was Heimdall? Or it was like the eye of Odin or something like that? No, I didn't say anything like that. Oh, okay. I've I've heard the Heimdall theory before that like the essence of him or something that he may possess that you know is not fully explained yet. The color of his eyes, or so, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because it would be, I think the soulstone should be an orange color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technically it should be. Those are the only two theories I really have read. Okay. Any, how do you guys feel about those theories? Agree? Disagree? I Have any others of yourself? My personal theory goes along with the meteorite. Um, I think that at the heart of whatever meteorite brought the vibranium to... Or meteor, I guess. Not meteorite, but meteor brought the vibranium to Wakanda. Created Wakanda. Um, I believe at the heart of that, somewhere, is the soul stone. Just embedded deep within it and even black panther none of them know it's there but it does what she said i i think that's a very plausible explanation um because what the hell else would be doing it um creating those flowers i'm gonna throw out a theory that i literally just made up and thought of cool (laughs) do it um a point that's been brought up for like two years as we've been discussing this stuff was can it please be somewhere other than earth or asgard that is my feeling Ta- yes. you know can it be something other than tied to earth or tied to thor um and even though this this other one is slightly tied to thor just because he gives us the exposition of it in the first thor movie um he explains to Jane Foster the structure of the realms and that they are all kind of tied to whatever. I, I can't remember the name right now, but basically like the universal Yggdrasil. tree. Yggdrasil. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, the, the nine main realms of the universe are branches, if you will, of this main tree of existence. Right. Can't we end up there somehow? The, to what, the, just the, another realm the tree? somewhere? You mean? Yeah, to the to the core backbone of the universe. That's where you think they'll find I the soul felt stone. Like that Maybe. was hypothetical. Not it, well, not even hypothetical. More like metaphorical. Yeah, metaphorical. Maybe I'm just spitballing. I I I, I to to go to a point that my, I think Mike, you brought it up that we don't see the soul stone in this. Um, I think I've said before, I think the, however they want to spin this, I think the, I still, I still think 98% of this movie is Thanos' journey to get the five. 
actually get them all. But but to get them through battle, coercion, or whatever he does, and all the people and and uh segments that are affected along the way. I think he gets the sixth one in the last ten minutes of the movie. And that completion is what then prompts the arc for and again, part two, whatever they're going to end up calling it, because they, they didn't want to call it part two anymore. And then the main conflict of what he does with that is the overarching plot of Avengers 4 next year. I, I'll throw out another thought. Just uh, uh, something that came to my own head just now. Maybe Thanos already has it. Possible. He would have put it in his, his gauntlet, though. Like, he likes showing it you off. You should... Yeah, that's... Josh has not watched anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> we... Well, I know she, he she has was almost go Yeah, but it, like... There's some specific stuff in the gauntlet in one of the early trailers. Yeah. Well, I... Okay, I, I appreciate that. I would assume at some point... <laughs> He will be obtaining stone by stone, and they go on the freaking glove. That's not that. That's the point right, of it's the just, whole thing. So. <laughs> There's specific, but based on the colors, you, you can tell which ones, you know which he, ones has. he has. Okay, well, fair enough. I, I, I'm I'm presuming he gets them all at some point. That, right. That, well, that the journey of all of this was not to build a point where you just stop the guy from getting them all. It's dealing <laughs> with it once he does. Well, yeah. is the soul stone the one that's on like the main part of his hand and not a knuckle? Yes. Yeah, the soul stone's the big one at the back part of the hand. Okay. Yeah, the soul, the soul stone was supposed to be the most important of the stones. And although, yes, it does not show up on that gauntlet at that time, maybe he has to acquire the other five first before it will accept the soul stone. Ooh, I okay. like that. But he's had it this whole time. Maybe it's hidden inside Nebula or Gamora. What if he has to get them in a certain order, but he doesn't know that yet, and he gets like the first one and it won't fit in the glove? It's an interesting thought. It'd be even better. I mean, if... really, they're just adapting the the comic book storyline, so really, they could spin this whichever way they want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and that's where I'm kind of like, I, I the Soul Stone and what they're gonna do with it. Who really knows? They have a lot of possibilities. Yeah, um, and that's that's also why I'm hoping that all all of the other five are known quantities. We know for the most part where they are, where he could go to find them, where he could go to start to look for them. The Soul Stone That's the part of the movie I want to be surprised about. I yeah. I, I don't I don't want it to be easy. That, oh, there's this thing that we've already known about, and just this background explanation tied to it is the Soul Stone. Give me something brand new. Yep. Give me I a agree. new part of the journey. I have no problem with that. And the, the, the other thing that I think... I, I have two assumptions. Um, One, I'm not going to discuss because I don't want to it would require me to discuss something from the trailer to explain why I believe it okay um but why I believe it's possible it, it is just another possible explanation okay um 
but I also think that it's going to be interesting to see because, like you said, that he's going to have to gather these things up one by one by one until he has them all, and he's going to just get more and more powerful each time he gets another stone. Sure. And gain more and more powers. So, I and this is just a presumption on my part. It has nothing to do with any knowledge of anything in the trailers. I'm assuming he has to get the time stone last. Um, okay. S- just simply because the effects of the time stone, I feel, would be... Would make the other ones too easy for him. It's like, oh, I'm about to get my ass kicked, or damn, the Hulk just punched me really hard. No, he didn't. Um, and this time I know to dodge left. Uh, but okay, you, you I feel get, like that's 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 good. I almost feel like some of the other stones could afford him the same get out of jail free card as that. But but what if he? What if, but, but, but going off of that, what if he got the time stone out of the five? What if he got that last and used time manipulation to somehow go to the point in, you know, space time where the soul stone could be found? Maybe that is one of the key elements to accessing it. That's another thought, you know, in, in, there's so many possibilities. The time travel thing could be a complete mindfuck, because if he yeah. goes back in time to get the Soul Stone, technically he could start from that point, and none of our heroes have ever came to be, and we have no movie. Yes. Oh, that'd be so great, wouldn't it? <laughs> so there's gotta be a catch to bring him back to present day somehow, if he time travels. Oh, come on, if that was the whole thing, if Avengers 4 is not even a thing, like, if they're not actually <laughs> planning on making it, like, the movie ends... With Thanos end- winning? Yes, it's just credits. <laughs> he gets just them, credits. he wipes everyone out, there's like ten minutes of misery. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> just Robert Downey Jr. throwing up blood, just like, oh, oh, god, no. And credits. Just right then. Just And it just says nobody will ever be returning. You know, it would take me like ten more years to get used to that joke. <laughs> like for the next 10 years I'd be like those motherfuckers built this up for 10 years to do this bullshit to me yeah oh that'd be brilliant and they made 80 billion dollars along the way right they took my money 10 times by now I know it's great yeah well uh it'll be, it'll be like all those assholes that saw Phantom Menace 10 times expecting it to get better <laughs> that's <laughs> that, that'd no, be me maybe I'll, it'll change this I'll, time I'll maybe if I it, see it again I'll watch it till I like it yeah, yeah. Um, that's sort of the, like, drink until they're attractive philosophy. <laughs> right, exactly, yes. yeah. Uh, um, the one thing that was brought up earlier with uh, Vision and Wanda, uh, I'm assuming... Uh, I don't know if it'll necessarily be, by definition, the destruction of Vision, but it will obviously be affecting him in some major way. Uh, so you have to take for granted that that stone's coming out of his head and going on Thanos' glove. At some point, that is assumed. Right. So, throw out your wildest idea about what could be surrounding the effect of that, or what could be going on with him and Wanda, what she might do. Death. Maybe, maybe, maybe he... try to protect him, I'm sure. 
I think we're led to assume that Vision somehow can't survive without the stone. I think it's going to get ripped from his head, but he's somehow going to survive. How or why, I can't figure that out. I don't have any theories as to how or why, but I don't think he will die. Okay. I have other people I think will die, but I don't think it'll be Vision. I don't think Vision can die. He's not technically alive. Well, well, that's the thing. His creation seems to be tied to the Mind Stone. And I feel like we can come back to the Rumble Dumble Jam on this. (laughs) Um, If Vision can phase through things, and thus allow (laughs) things to phase through him, how the hell does Thanos even get the stone off his head? I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Like if he can just be like, Could can't be, get me. Maybe and maybe that's one do. of the so, like what we just said. Maybe maybe uh, possession of certain stones already makes obtaining others easier. Right. right. You, you can actually okay. affect. Fair enough. Like in this case, you could affect him with the the space stone or the power stone. Something. Yeah. In enough, you know, maybe that's how it'll go. You kind of have to build, at, you know, and one one or the other gives you a tool. In order to get through the obstacle to get the the next one or another one, I would imagine that would be the power stone or reality stone. Hmm. That could be true. You could really like if if his genesis was like kind of created out of a mixture of like artificial intelligence and and cosmic powers, if you will. Like maybe the reality stone could upset how he kind of it, it balances as an existence, maybe. Yeah, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, would you think the weakest link for Thanos would be to go somewhere outside of our hero stories, like the Nova Corps, or to the Collector? The Collector's there. place mm. was blown to bits. Oh, that's right. So, but but he seems he seems pretty crafty. So that's a good question, Paula. I think. Uh, yeah, maybe the collector. I th- the the Nova Corps isn't you know has an army until I think he has like major reinforcements. Well, the th- that's the thing. Something they have not done yet, which is why I want them to take their time with him as a villain in this movie. They need to establish number one that he's not like a Superman. You've got to give him a vulnerability. You've got to get. He cannot be indestructible. He can be extraordinarily powerful. But he can't just be invincible from the beginning. But they haven't really established really just what he is. There's never been an instant where, where you've seen him do a thing and that shows exactly what he's capable of. I, I think everybody's attitude towards him gives you a general like idea of like, oh, you probably shouldn't cross him. And, like, how he still stares down Ronan with the Power Stone, like, yeah, uh, boy, I'm still gonna kick your ass if you keep this shit up. <laughs> um, and I, and I, I think just that calm, just like, yeah, okay. I, I agree. What I'm worried about is, for instance, like, okay, the Power Stone, it's held by basically an entire planet. It's held by the Nova Corps. Mm-hmm. If he just shows up himself, or with his, like, three or four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, pretty much, and they single-handedly can just walk through an entire planet's army and take what they want and walk away. That, to me, sets a pretty high bar to say that there's no reason he can't just take the other ones immediately at any whim of a moment. 
So there's got to well, be something that presents a challenge to him. He has to have something he needs to... Well, that's going to be you know? Avengers. Because he uh, goes to Nova Corps. No, the, the Nova Corps, since we've not introduced Nova, they have no superhumans. If they they're ha- going they have to use that, though. Yeah, if they're right. going to introduce that. Right, but I'm saying they, they have soldiers. They don't have yeah. superhumans. They just have people. And Glenn Close. And Glenn yeah. Close, <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, that's a whole thing into in and of itself. But they don't have a whole lot that could stand in a superhuman's way if they wanted to anyways. Because the only that's reason right. that they're able to defeat Ronan is because of the Guardians, who are superhumans. Um, Fair enough. So, I think that if Thanos wanted to, yeah, he could probably just walk right in and take it. If he knew it was there. Because who on that planet is going to stop him just because he's a superhuman? The Hulk could walk right in and take it. Thor could walk right in and take it. But then, if, if, like, let's say that's maybe the first or second one he takes, then, you know, under that framework, then all of the other people have to somehow become aware that he's attacked the Nova Corps, he's obtained it, and then figure out like an action plan think okay what else might he not have yet where are they like we have to go figure out where they are they are ourselves and go put defenses in place mm-hmm. um that but... might be the plot of the movie quite possible i i think he'll get one of the other ones easier i think it i think he gets maybe the ether yeah we, we have no idea easiest. where the hell the ether even is at this point he could he could have just drove by and picked it up in space for all we know. And I mean, in proximity of where we just left him off, he is about sixteen feet from Loki. So yeah, yeah, proximity wise, he could, he could just start there. Yeah, I would say that's your most likely first one, just because there's Thanos, there's Loki. Loki has the Tesseract. I'd say that's an easy starting point. Are you saying that Loki's easy? Because <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> uh, let's kind of spin off to. We've already sort of been talking about it, but like theories and, and speculation for what we might expect from Infinity War. Um, the most obvious question I have is that who do we think, or if anybody, will bite the big one in Infinity War? Or do you think they'll save? any character deaths or all deaths until Avengers 4. I I think you've got to have at least one major and one supporting hero death in this, or two major ones at least. Because you've got... So do you have... Because my big problem with Civil War, again, was that you had a... What, what, what really didn't even turn out to be a sidelining injury mm-hmm. yeah. to to War Machine. Like, the fact that, like, he's in the promotion for all this. He looks like he's in suit. Like, that didn't stop him. It changed him, but it didn't stop him. There were no final results. I'd, I'd love if that War that. Machine pops the mask off and it's uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard and again? just like, <laughs> back, bitches. <laughs> and it's like, oh, but you were injured. No, nah, that's Don Cheadle. I'm back. um i i heard a really good idea of how cap might go out 
and if he did, I think he's a good candidate to go out in this one. I think you have. I think you have to okay. lose at least one of the big three and at least one more prominent sidekick slash ancillary. So, like B team hero as well. I'll play off of your cap going out on this one, and I'm gonna play off of it because I have a one big theory. Good. And this is one I've held back, but I'm gonna bring it up since you're talking about cap going out on this one. Okay. Um. So. The, the the first question in this theory that I have to ask is why does Thanos all of a sudden decide he's going to come after the Infinity Stones? My presumption to answer that is that something that happened within this Marvel Universe triggered his interest in the Infinity Stones. My assumption as to what happened was the creation of the Soul Stone. Okay. Or the rebirth of of the soul stone one or the other creation rebirth however you want to look at it okay. uh, i would say probably rebirth is a better term for it so something triggers that rebirth what is triggered uh what triggers that cap when they create captain america perhaps they create a new soul stone perhaps the soul stone is something because it's a soul it has to be the purest of souls, the most well-meaning, whatever, blah, 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 so on down the line of souls. And it has to be something that triggers Thanos to have interest. Because presumably Thanos is much, much older than anybody that we have encountered yet. Presumably. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, because to obtain that kind of knowledge and power... We have to assume he's kind of like the Asgardians, much, much older than people that live on Earth. Right. But only in the last how long, uh, you know, when the first timeline-wise, not actual movie-wise, that we see in Infinity Stone is in Captain America when the Red Skull goes and takes the Tesseract. So when that happens, that's... Isn't that like 1939, 1940, 41, something like that? I can't remember what sure. year they say he does that in. Let's say early 40s. Right. So early 40s, he finds the Tesseract. So are we assuming that at that point, some 45, to, well, not even 45, 60 years 70 years later, after the Tesseract shows up on Earth, that Thanos is just now aware of it? Or are we assuming that... Like, this is what I'm getting at. This is an actual question. I mean, why is Thanos just now starting this? Because he has to be very old. I agree. I think it's provocative, and I think I, I agree that there is some catalyzing event that prompts that into motion. Um, I'm going to digress as part of my answer for a moment to because I just remembered that he already had the Mind Stone. He gave it to Loki. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he was he already had it and gave it up in the hopes of getting another. He thought he would give him that and he would get the Tesseract in exchange and 
probably at some point get the scepter back from Loki. Uh, yeah, you have to presume that Thanos can just kind of bitch slap Loki and take it back. To some degree, right. And so he he already had one and he was willing to play some kind of gambling game. Um, honestly, it would be a little hard for me to get on board with that idea that you, you, you just put forth, but I do, but I do agree that, uh, it, what hadn't occurred to me before is, yes, what is the reason now? If he's been around for a long time, what, why, why does he need them all of a sudden? What is the motivation now? Could even say it was just the events of the Avengers that pissed him off. He, like you said, he gave the scepter to Loki, expecting Loki to just walk in, get the Tesseract, and not have a problem with it. The and Avengers stopped Loki. They they disrupted Thanos' plan. So maybe he's just out to get the... Not that that's the sole motivation, but I'm thinking that could have a part to it. No, One so who wants the stones, but I was saying the like, other half is he has to get the stones by going through the Avengers who thwarted him earlier. Well, no, I mean, I get that, but I, but I was saying, like, he's already looking for the Tesseract, which means he's already hunting the stones when he right. sends Loki to get it. But how long has he been hunting these stones? That's what we don't exactly. know. Exactly. It's a good question. Yeah, I got uh, no easy answer for you. Right. Other than they want to make movies. <laughs> I um I looked yeah. up how old Thanos is because I don't know. Um, some of these answers are really great. Like all I know is he's younger than your mom. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's forty two. Um, the answer to so, everything. Yeah, it looks like um the consensus is between like anywhere between fifteen hundred and two thousand years old. Oh, I was yeah. thinking more like eleven D billion. Eleven D billion. <laughs> like like ridiculously like maybe not that but like tens of thousands of years old like he's just been a powerful being uh, i mean around. 1500 to 2000 sounds accurate to the comics mm-hmm. um a little brief history for those that don't know any of thanos's lineage or anything like that he is a titan um because he comes from titan um and like i don't balloon? I don't. Be- I think in the Marvel comics, it's not actually the Moon Titan. I believe it's just a planet called Titan. Okay. So it's Titan, but it's not the same Titan that you're used to. All right, I'll buy that. Um, it's not but, the hardest thing I've had to believe with this. And thing. <laughs> pretty much his entire race are very, very powerful beings, but he was an outcast. Um. And he started to seek power early in life while being an outcast. Um, which is also why when we see him, he's never actually on Titan. Um, so, I mean, and that's a little bit of comic history. And he's very, very old. Uh, like we just said, like, that's 2,000 years. If he's 2,000 years old, I'd say it's fair to say that something had to spark his interest in the Infinity Stones what that may be. I don't be. know how much we can theorize about that. They might have to explain that in this movie. Yeah. We'll finally get the answers in this movie. Well, I was just using it to say that perhaps the creation or the reappearance of the Soul Stone is what sparked his interest. Because perhaps the Soul Stone is some crazy elusive thing 
that is very hard to come by because it only appears when it wants to or manifests itself when it decides to something like that. I can buy that. I think your your cap theory is a little bit of a stretch for me. I don't think I can get behind that one personally. It's just the start. That that's why I went with cap. I don't know what else we could go with. He seems like the like, purest I don't think person. That, so I don't. I I don't I wouldn't buy any of the the theories where the stone is a person. I don't think the stone is a person. I think the create like Cap embodies the soul that makes the soul stone. So are you saying somehow the stone becomes a part of him, or yes. because of his creation, it creates the stone somewhere else in the universe? Kind of like a kidney stone. Like, it wasn't <laughs> so, there before, so but then something in your body just makes it. Yeah. I, I kind of feel something like that, and that's why he can almost lift Mjolnir, and that's why they go to certain other lengths to show him as having that resolve and everything. Like, I, I feel like it's a possibility. I don't think it's likely, but if it happens, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Are we taking bets on that, too? Like... <laughs> I'm not laying. I mean, now's the time. Get it on. I record. have thrown down so many theories. I if I started betting on every one of them, I'd lose because I have too many. Um, Josh had mentioned who he thought might might bite. We never really came back to that no. as far as Mike and Paula. Paula, do you have any predictions on uh, characters that might go in this one, or do you think they'll save them for Avengers Four or um anything I've like that? Just I'm gonna be really sad if somebody dies because. <laughs> that's just who I am but I think it's I don't know I might actually say Iron Man um, I mean you can say no one's gonna die if you want to if you want to go that I, route and you predict everyone's gonna make it out of this alive to, I don't want them people. to die but I think someone's gonna die and I think it okay. might be Iron Man okay okay um, he's the one and only for you the only one you're you're putting money on yeah yeah okay. right. I mean they're is Josh out of the room? Are we allowed to walk? <laughs> yes. He's staying in a bathroom break. Okay. We'll keep going. Okay. So, um, like, I know, like, the rumors are it might be Captain America, but I'm like, I just feel like he has so much more to do. I don't know. Remember, Brian's only like... seen one trailer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I don't know which trailer I, that was. It's okay. that... It's hard to hide from that. Yeah. Like, even just the headlines of Chris Evans saying, I'm done after this, right. is hard to hide from. So I don't know what the last trailer had showed, but it seems to imply that Cap is going to go, from what I understand. Um, um, I'm not going to comment entirely yeah, on it. Don't confirm or deny, yeah. but that's just what I'm gathering from the outside looking in. I mean, okay. if Loki dies, that's going to be really sad for all of us fangirls out there who love Loki. <laughs> um, you guys better have a box of tissues. That right? I don't well, actually see happening. He's slippery. I mean, he's survived a lot. Yeah. Even, like, death. <laughs> so... Um, like, I really think that, I don't know, I don't want it to happen, but that's my other theory. And then, you know, vision. Okay. Okay. You think the, the removing of the Mind Stone will kill vision? I do. But again, I don't know a lot of backstory, like, like the comic backstory. Well, in the comics, he does not have a, an infinity stone in his head. No. Okay. Yeah. He just is what he is. I mean, he has a gem there, but it's not mm-hmm. an Infinity Stone. Yeah, it's... that's my feeling. Okay. And uh, Mike, yeah. what do you think? Um, I think mass carnage. <laughs> um, everybody, di- everybody dies. Uh, so, what's the not? Do we have a rough number on how many Avengers we can anticipate to be in this movie? 
15, something like that. It's more than that, I think. I think I thought the character count was somewhere in the 20s. Okay. I'll say at least 12. Um, <laughs> okay. If it's in the 20s. I'm, I'm going to say roughly a little more. I mean, how many are on the poster? Just, you could probably just count the poster and see how many people are on the poster. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to say. There's one, two. <laughs> Josh he's, got it. He's quicker than me. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I'm saying about 16. All right, then then I'll throw out the number nine. Oh, uh, of the people on the poster, I'll say eight. Um, That's harsh. That's you really think harsh. Half of the characters get taken out. I I see repetition from the comic books, um, and according to the comic books, that number would be even greater. But they can come back because they can. What he does can be unmade, and perhaps some of them don't get brought back. Yeah, I I'm think hoping they what don't do Mike that. is referring to and why he's grabbing half of them is because one of Thanos' first acts is to exterminate half of life in the entire galaxy. Right. And so if that holds true to the comics, however many we're talking about, half of that are gone. Yes. And I, and I'm actually thinking that's going to happen for shock value because we know about this. We have talked about this several times. Your general movie going audience has no idea that that's what happens in the comic book. And this is why I think going back to what Josh said, that Thanos gets all the, all the stones at the end of this one, completes the gauntlet. And that's where you end. You snap half the life of the galaxy out. Half the people just wink out of existence. You see half the Avengers just disappear. And that's where you end Infinity War. Oh, I think we got to see him die. I mean, you could go... If you want to do gruesome deaths, we could do that. Well, not, well, not, not necessarily even gruesome deaths. Just kind of a, like a... You know, and down. Suffocate type of thing. Just a... Kind of like they're hit with the killing curse. of Kedavra. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're gone. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you play it where like their material being somehow ceases to be and they're like all of a sudden physically not there, they just crumple. Okay. Yeah. J- just like hit the bricks and like what do they say like cutting um, like cutting the strings from a marionette. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I I could see that easily happening because like I said one they can retread those steps on whoever they decide to for the next movie. Yeah. Because they can bring back whoever they want. So, I don't see all of the major ones going down. Um, Hawkeye's gone for sure. <laughs> I think. I think he's got kids, man. I <laughs> think he is the only one. They're with just, like they're just building children. him up, building him up to take him out. I'll say Iron Man like or Cap family structure will go in this one, and Thor. I say Thor goes, and Iron Man or Cap. One of the two. Not both, one or the other. Right, Thor and then one of okay. the other. Hulk survives and one of the other survives. Of the main four. Um, okay. I say Black Widow goes down um, to be brought back later, but goes down. Um, Hawkeye lives. I think they're going to make... Just because everyone's predicting him to die. Hawkeye's going, going to. to be the hero. Well, I, I think they're <laughs> trying to... I think they're going to play that heavy emotional moment where Hawkeye or Black Widow has to watch one or the other die. Okay, and I Vision see that. and Scarlet Witch has to watch one or the other die. And everybody's going to see their closest loved ones. One of them's going to have to see it happen. And you're going to have to see all those done. reactions at the end of the movie. Uh, what's her face? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe, 
the way that Black Widow goes is, you know, the way they could take this is in this version, maybe Vision would die without the stone, but she's able to do some sacrificial act of her powers to at least keep his being together to allow him to live on without it. Maybe. That could be. Yeah, they, they, there's... God, a couple of days. Fuck. <laughs> less less than two, but it seems well, so far. Well, for those that could get tickets for Thursday, yes, less than two. Yeah. But for me, it's still three. Oh. Uh, all right, so even even the deaths that you're calling out, Mike, you don't think they'll be permanent? You think I think come some back? will be permanent. I think some, okay. because even in the comic, not everybody came back when the Infinity Gauntlet was wrested away. Um, mm-hmm. Some people did stay permanently dead, and it was just explained away as well. Some things can't be undone. You know, like, s- sometimes it doesn't get undone. Right. So, you know, like, of the 50% that was killed off by Thanos when he killed that all of the galaxy it was still like you know 99% of them came back but 1% or so did not yeah so i see a few major deaths happening um and if you want me to like go final like at the end of the next movie and all that i think we still have thor alive i think cap's dead robert or not robert Andrew, tony's alive um I say Hulk's even, alive. Even by the end of Avengers Four? Yes. I say he's hanging really? up I, I say he's hanging up the suit and uh moving on. But hmm. I think Cap dies because that's pretty much a trend with how they handle things. Um Marvel, it's like, oh, we need to shake things up. Captain America dies. Captain America joins Hydra. Captain America you know, they they take their poster boy and they have him do something like dying or joining Hydra, um, but I, I I think that happens, and I still think yeah people say Hawkeye because he's the easy target, but and you know if the rumors about Black Widow getting her own movie are true, we have to assume that she lives. But I'm gonna say they throw us a curveball, and her movie's a prequel, and she dies. I thought of that, but I think it would be strange to give us a story that really is only going to be a one shot at most because it, it can't I think, I think that's all we're going to get out of it either way uh true but I, th- I think it'd be strange to give it like retroactively like fit in somewhere else or i are guess they, it's possible it is possible but I, I hate to say it this way but are they really making a black widow movie to do anything more than appease fans that have been shouting for one for so long yeah, I feel like it's it's not fitting their narrative. I feel like they're just doing it because they feel like they have to at this point. Fair enough. But that's you know just a personal thing. Uh, I'm gonna throw out my guesses. I guess sure. Um, sure. I, I I know we've talked about usually when I bring this up, I always look at it practically for who I think is contracted past these Avengers movies. <laughs> So, from what I understand, I think I feel like the latest I've I've read, I haven't read anything recently, but the last time I read something like this, like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, those three are on the chopping block. Their contracts are up after Avengers Four. Ruffalo should have a couple more movies under his belt to go. Um, well, the- all these people, 
Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was saying, and it occurred to me like when they signed Sebastian Stan for so many, and same with Ruffalo, that they can require those actors to appear that many times, but they don't necessarily have to. It's just an option. Like, like right. Hugo Weaving technically still has like two or three appearances that they can, you know, make him do, but oh, they may back. never do that. Right. It's it's harder to get people, I think, to extend the contracts that they currently have. Like, if, if RDJ, Chris Evans, and Hemsworth are done after Avengers 4, I don't know how much money they're going to ask if they try to extend those contracts. So I don't know what Marvel is going to be willing to pay. Sure. Especially having all those movies under their belt that they have then made millions and millions of dollars from. I'm sure those actors will be asking for a shit ton. Um. And you know some of the ones that they're they're they've only had one movie under their belt that they're trying to kick off into other sequels. Black Panther's gonna live, Doctor Strange is gonna live, Spider Man's gonna live. Um, trying to think who else is out there that hasn't really done too much yet. Um, but I think I'm gonna say Cap and Iron Man both go. I think out of the big three, I think Thor will be the one to come out of this alive. I think I think they let Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. go as far as contracts. I don't think if they want to bring them back later, they could. So they might they may quote unquote die in one of these movies, either three or four. Um, but they're you know Marvel always has a way. There's always an out. I'm sure they could write these people back in if they want to come back after their contracts are up and make more movies. I'm sure they would pay them for a one off movie here and there. I think Hemsworth might be the most willing to do more. I think Evans. I feel like just once to take a break. Robert Downey Jr. I could see taking a break, but he makes so much money from these movies, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back too. Um, Ruffalo, I think, is safe. So yeah, I think, for sure, I think Cap is is on the chopping block for me. Robert Downey Jr. would be my number two. Everybody else, I mean, secondary characters, I think you could pick pretty much any one of them, and, and they're on the chopping block. Like, Wong could go. Sure, he's probably safe. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know what other secondary characters they're pulling in to the movie. Uh, so yeah, that's sort of sort of where I'm at. And I don't really know if I can put money on them going in Avengers in Infinity War or if they go in Avengers Four. That's where I'm a little torn. Is there going to be a Black Panther two? Mm-hmm. After the amount of money that movie made, yes, <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure the Black Panther characters, most of them are safe. Most. Yeah, like again, the ancillary characters are always at risk, right? So we have some of you know T'Challa's guards that might be up in the air. I think I feel like Shuri's a fan favorite, so she's probably going to be fine. I still feel like if they kill Robert Downey Jr., that's Riri Williams. That's your Riri that's going to take over the. Oh, I, I sure I, I would really hope that they would make Shuri the next Iron Man. I would totally be cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys think we're going to need new characters show up and surprise us? Do you think we'll get Captain Marvel in here? Yeah. That's been rumored for a while. Yes. I think that's also part of the last 10 minutes and then you get the catch up from her solo movie and then it's like, bam, all right, we're caught up and let's move on with the rest of that Avengers movie. I think it's post credits. Um, she shows up in the post credit scene. I, yeah. I think that's a post credit scene. Okay. Um, other characters? The Wasp? Um, 
See, Ant Man and Wasp, considering they have a movie coming out right after Infinity War. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to be in the Infinity War. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Ant Man sounds awfully surprised about some of the Wasp's capabilities in Ant Man and the Wasp trailers. So I would assume he doesn't get to see them if he shows up in Infinity War. I think I think Ant Man and the Wasp, whether it takes place chronologically after Infinity War. I think it's definitely going to pick up right after Scott gets released from the raft. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then. So Cap busts him out. He tries to go back to life as normal. Meanwhile, Hank and Hope have moved on without him. Yeah. And he's trying to find his place back in the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, I would, I would love it. Not that this is going to happen, but my my wish would be to have Silver Surfer make an appearance. Oh, but I no. don't think that Fox deal has gone through. That we're going to see that. Yeah, no, I don't think they had time since the Fox deal to actually even fully render a good looking Silver <laughs> Surfer for this movie. Yeah. Although I mean, it's not like the old one from that other movie looked bad. That was a great looking Silver Surfer, so maybe they could just reuse some assets. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't you think just mocap somebody and give them a voice, and you're good to go. Silver I'd, Surfer, I'd still love Deadpool to come in and break the fourth wall at some point, <laughs> even if he's just like just flopping moment. across the screen, like what the fuck, and then he just like rolls away and is gone. It is yes. PG thirteen. They get one f bomb, so it's not going to be. In yeah, this say one. which they've never used. Yeah, in no. Any of these. <laughs> yeah, Disney's not going to use the f bomb. I get that part, but it would still be great for Deadpool just to have that crazy like back in the corner scene. Or something that you can see, like, when you watch it at home and pause it, where he's, like, waving in the background somewhere, like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Just some dumb shit. That would be great. Yes. Um, it, the, the character I would love to see show up that <clears throat> they have, e- have either kept under wraps or are not going to include that part of Thanos' story is death. Um... And death plays a, such a huge role in Thanos' motivation. Was, you know, I was convinced it was going to be Hela, that they were going to spin it that way. It, yeah, that was would have been an interesting spin. Considering they kept referring to her as the goddess of death, and Thanos is obsessed with death. death yeah. That death seemed like the match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Now, technically, we don't see a body, so... I mean, we do see a giant sword... All but impale her. But we yeah, don't but it seems more body. like magical sword because they're both like oh, like uberly supernatural things. I don't, I don't know how much I thought of of like oh, yep, that sword actually crushed her physical being out of existence. Okay, I mean it's possible, but either way, either Hela or some other version of Death, I would love to see actually show up that they kept it under wraps enough that death was going to really be there um just because it's, it's so important to thanos as a character so it would be cool and that would also give you the excuse for deadpool scene because deadpool at one time in his life does try and also marry death um <laughs> because he's looking for a way out of life and can't get one and he begs her for it <laughs> But, uh, any other theories or predictions? Uh, I'm going to say roughly two hours and 40 minutes of awesome. <laughs> mm, yeah. 
Uh, Paula, let me swing Solid back to you. Bit. Any uh, lingering questions or anything you have that you want to bring up or um, no, this has been, to address? No, this has been super helpful for someone who like needed a refresher for like me. Um, and especially about the Infinity Stones, where they were, where they are. Um, can I talk about the poster for a minute? Since yes. yeah, go Josh, for it. have you seen the poster? I have. Okay, so in the poster, Thanos has two of the Infinity Stones in his gauntlet already in the poster. Right. Yeah. I'm actually looking at it now. Okay. Yeah, Oops. that was the only thing that kind of I noticed. Like, are we starting? Which which ones are they? And are we starting the movie with him? We already know he has two. Uh, based on the colors, I'm going to say the Power Stone is the purple one. Yeah. And that looks to be blue. I say space. So I would mm-hmm. say the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's got the Power so Stone, not Space Stone with in, those... the, in the. Well, we have to assume those, either way that those are the first two. Right. They they will probably get them early on in the movie. I don't know. I don't know if I'm convinced that he would start with them like right when the movie opens. Right. Um, but he's he's definitely going to probably gather them early on. Mm-hmm. Um. So my question. Being um, thinking about Mike's theory, um, not really a theory, but following the comics, do most of the movies follow the comics pretty closely? So I can no. pretty much prepare myself to <laughs> <laughs> um, um, mourn my characters before I actually see them. <laughs> no, most of these movies have loosely based themselves upon the comics. Okay. Um, Civil War being a great example of. The idea of registering superhumans was about the only comparison to the actual Civil War comics that existed, in my opinion. That's the... The, the Registration Act is the A storyline of the Civil War comic book. Okay. Yeah. Bucky... Bucky... The whole thing with Bucky being framed was not part of the Civil War storyline in the comics. Okay. Because... But it was the focus of Captain America Civil War to drive Captain America through the movie. Right. Because, Mike, I actually read your theory somewhere else too so that's the second time that i've heard that which makes me very nervous of what half of everyone died yes. okay um i'd say be nervous because that's a huge moment in film and it's going to get a big reaction from the audience if they do it okay so i would i would be prepared for that i think that personally that's my most likely theory just because and i think you guys are right for shock value yeah that's a great way to do it. Plus, if people aren't really paying attention like us, a year later you get an answer to what happened. Yeah. So as long as it's going to freak people out for a year, but when Avengers Four rolls around, they can retcon and fix whatever they want to do. Whatever they, whatever happens in this one can be fixed and remedied, or, or you know they can still save the day in Avengers Four. It all but gets every single person that goes to see this movie back out to see the next one. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I think. I think that's my l- most likely ending to this one is it's, Carnage. It's the Back to the Future 2 ending. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So basically I, wear a diaper because I'm going to pee my pants. Basically <laughs> is what you're saying. I'm just look, like, I actually think like Josh said, the marionette with cutting the strings. I'm looking forward to that scene and being like, oh, that one fell, that one fell, that one fell, that one fell. Oh, I, I, I see that coming, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Do we want to, one thing that I'm thinking about now that we were looking at the poster, and this is something I totally forgot to bring up earlier, 
Hawkeye is noticeably absent from every single piece of marketing. Yeah. So why, what is the reason they are hiding Hawkeye from everyone? Does he have such an important role that they are refusing to show him in anything? Absolutely, he's the hero. (laughs) I mean, there has to be a reason. If he wasn't, if it wasn't that big of a deal, they'd put him places, right? Or is this just a misdirection? to be in the movie. (laughs) Like, we know, like, they're not just going to randomly cut Hawkeye out. I get, no, I get, I fully expect him to be in this movie. What I'm trying to wrap my head around is, does he have that? of important of a role that may be spoilery if they put him in the marketing. Could be. I mean, because even on the poster, like up in the upper right corner, they still stuck Wong. (laughs) Right. Although they really minimized, they really minimized Vision. Mm -hmm. He's on the other corner, and I kind of feel like he's should be more important. I don't know. There's so much there to say like well who's he more important than that it's like it's hard to say with all the people they put in this movie that you know like i would in this movie he's an ancillary character okay. because he's still gonna take a backseat to star lord he's still gonna take a backseat to gamora like it's it, like the, the characters they're pulling together melding this universe into one is vision more important than spider-man is vision you know like there's a lot of them there that i feel like it's really hard to prominently feature vision even as important as he is having a freaking stone on his head but maybe part of that marketing is to get you to forget about that too I suppose. Uh, I just, real quickly, I just sort of because I think Paula was bringing this up too, but I want to amend my my people that are going to die <laughs> list. Oh, uh, I'm I'm adding Loki to that list because I think Hiddleston's contract has to be oh. pretty much done <laughs> after four. So I think he's on the chopping block, and I do think he he's going to go. I don't think he's going to make it past these two movies. I don't think he does. Okay. So my 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 biggest question about survival, we we talked about it briefly at the beginning. Um, is Meek. Um, <laughs> because it, at the end of Ragnarok, we're told Meek's dead. But then he's miraculously alive again. And then shortly thereafter, they're running into Thanos' ship. If Thor is the only survivor from that encounter, that means that Meek went from like, oh, we thought he was dead, to yay, he's alive, to oh, he's dead again. Yeah. That would be a shame for Meek. i think i think that little duo of them two even though he wasn't like a character that spoke or anything he gives some he's he's like an accessory to korg yes yeah and i think that works really well um i i really hope they there's i hope those two are around for at least one more movie i just want an appearance from them in this one and i'll be oh yeah yeah but like at least like one more movie proper oh yeah well, that's half of my thinking of like Hemsworth and Thor survive Avengers four is to get another Thor sequel, which will feature Korg and Meek. <laughs> so it's all part of the plan. It really should get Taika back so he can be Korg again and direct it again. We're all good. <laughs> yeah, we, we we still haven't hit the Balder story with with Thor at all, so that would be nice. Uh, any other lasting stuff that we want to touch on? I think we've covered about. 
two hours ish. Yeah, in that neighborhood. More. Yeah, yeah, we're about the two hour mark, maybe a little bit over. Um. Uh, there I'm was. I'm sure our review of this movie will be like three hours. So. Yeah, there was one other character I was going to mention that uh, I got sidetracked talking about death, but Taraxia, uh, or Taraxa. I'm not how exactly sure how to say the name, but um, would be an interesting character to show up in place of death or as well as death. Um, and one that they may be hiding from IMDb and stuff like that to hide that storyline. Um, if you don't know, Taraxia is the bride that Thanos takes to make, try to make death jealous. Um, it doesn't work. I mean, he's a real catch, so I would totally be jealous. (laughs) Hey. Oh, you know what? I got a... Not to jump in, Mike. um, I got another character I thought of that we didn't touch upon that may have a bigger role to play in Infinity War. Oh. Uh, Nebula. Uh, Yes. Where do we leave off with Nebula? Is she with the Guardians? No. No, 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 no. Nebula was... um... Oh, she left. She took... Yeah, she was with the Ravagers. She she took a ship and left. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... No, she took a ship and went after Gamora. No, no, she's going after Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, she was going after that Thanos. Was... Oh, that's right. At the end of the movie, she parts ways with Gamora. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm going to guess that maybe not... I-, I think it would be more fun if not really the Guardians themselves again just picked up where she was, but some of the other characters eventually are the ones that intercept where, where she is. Well, yeah. we have to assume he's coming to Earth, so maybe she yeah. tracks him to Earth. Right. And she like, ends up with God knows who on Earth, Doctor Strange or, yeah. you know, like, like I, just some random character here. Yeah, one of, the, one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is this crossover of awkward confrontations. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Thor and the Guardians make the most sense because of space. Well, yeah, they, they have, the, like, the, yeah. Yeah, all the other ones, I'm hoping, like, kind of like when Thor and Loki met Doctor Strange. Like, it mm-hmm. was very, like, a dichotomy between the two. I'm really looking forward to that among a lot of people. With this type of cast and this many characters in one movie, I'm really hoping for just an extended, like, party scene from Age of Ultron. <laughs> of just everybody playing off each other in that way. Uh, I'll tell you guys, from the trailer, there's some scenes you guys will... Certainly enjoy. Uh, I'll say nothing more than that, but there is some stuff from the trailers that, yeah, it goes there. And if they put it on the trailers, like, just a little bit at a time, you have to hope that the whole movie is like that. Yeah, like, the the, the encounters in the, in the trailer, you can tell there's even more to the ones that they show in the trailer than what they show. Like, you can say, like, yeah. oh, that's going to lead to more conversation. Like, yeah. so... There's one duo I'm particularly looking forward to that we'll discuss afterwards. Fair enough. Um, all right, last call. Anything else we want to touch on or talk about, or we're gonna we'll close it down. I think. Uh, good. I think Gamora's gonna be the key, too, because she grew up with Thanos. Daughter of Thanos. Yes, I think she's gonna be the key. Mm. Key to saving everyone. Yes. Or. Do you have another key in mind? No, I like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you for finishing each other's sandwiches. 
Uh, Josh, are we going to go somewhere? Uh, no, I, I just was thinking more like the countdown is on and the next the next <laughs> two days cannot go by quickly enough. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I unfortunately had to settle for Friday tickets when I went to order unless I wanted to sit one row back from the IMAX screen. Cool. Which was just, <laughs> as much as I want to see it Thursday, no. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah, I've done those viewings before. It is not enjoyable. No. I want to enjoy the hell out of my first time seeing it. So, yeah, Friday it is. Uh, any predictions from you guys on how many times you will see this movie in theaters? Twice. Um, two or three, probably three. Once I have, I have, I have two for this coming weekend already. Bought. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm so, gonna say two. Wait, wait, what was that, Mike? You have two set up already? Yeah, I bought for Friday and Sunday. Oh, nice. So, um, I, I yeah, I, it probably might only be, maybe even once. I don't know because we because in a couple weeks Deadpool comes out and Solo and then Incredibles and with the schedule of our house right now most of like from labor day or memorial day weekend to the end of june uh might be pretty busy for us so first world problems movies might have to go in the background <laughs> well you can get all this all the infinity war viewings in before you close on the house then you'll be fine yeah we can try i mean there is thursday friday <laughs> saturday sunday and that's just if well, you I've go got once thursday, a day friday saturday lined up already i'm i've got three in three days already are you serious yeah it depends on how many times what? i'm going to see loki die <laughs> it might only be once yeah so we'll see I my viewing schedule especially for like the first Avengers I saw numerous times but it was more like I'd be around and someone would say oh I haven't seen that yet so I'd say well you want to go and yeah. Be, yeah okay we'll go Yeah. so I just make myself available for anyone that has the urge to go see it I, I figure my third will come Monday or Tuesday I'll be like sitting at home like you know what I need to go see this and I'll just go see like an 11 o'clock viewing because yeah. I don't work, so I'll just, I'll just be like, hey, <laughs> screw it, I'm going to see it again. So I did with Ready Player One. It was just like the Tuesday after I had seen it twice over the weekend, and I'm like, I'm going again. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, Alright, I'm going to close it down then. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please stop by iTunes. You can leave us a five-star rating and review. Be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show, which is now available on Google Play. Woo. So look for us there, subscribe to us there. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook, search Bry Guy to Super Friends, or go to facebook.com slash Bry Super Friends. You can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. Or you can email us, BryGuysuperFriends at gmail.com, or tweet us at BG Super Friends on Twitter. Again, I've said this numerous times, I probably don't check any of that stuff except for when Paula sends me stuff on Twitter, <laughs> which I get to like three weeks later. <laughs> so we'll get there eventually. Um, on behalf of Paula, Josh, Mike, and myself, Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time.